This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, October 27th. Brought to you by Robo AgriFinance. Good morning, I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. California handles drought well. Specialty crop insurance and farm bill. And rural voters in a GOP mood. Water expert. Ag handles droughts well. The structure of California's economy has made droughts much less difficult to bear. That according to UC Davis professor Jay Lund, co-director of the Center for Watershed Sciences. In a seminar yesterday for UC's Sacramento Policy Center, Lund described California water in just 40 minutes. Agriculture once dominated the state's economy, but now it accounts for just 4% of it. Today's drought, he explained, would be much worse if 30% of Californians still worked in ag. Fortunately, people no longer die of famine and pestilence due to solely just drought, he said. Instead, the natural disasters cause almost no damage to the economy or public health. But he warned the coming droughts, made more intense by climate change, will be harder to withstand. Many of, uh, most of ag has done well during the dry times, losing just 3% of profits with 30% less water, he added. On storage, Lund cautioned there is no way the state can build enough to supply all the water everyone wants. He compared it to widening roads enough to avoid all traffic. California pushes for expanding crop insurance and farm bill. The California Farm Bureau has been advocating for more of a focus on specialty crops and the upcoming farm bill. Among the asks, the group is pushing for crop insurance programs to cover more commodities. Today, just 80 specialty crops with California's 400 or so commodities are covered. Remember, Northern California farmers have been pressing for covering crops like processed tomatoes and vine seeds since the region suffered unprecedented drought impact this year. Arizona Senator seeks to trade salt and sea funding for California cutbacks. Senator Mark Kelly, the Arizona Democrats, calling for the Interior Department to withhold all salt and sea drought mitigation funding until California commits to reducing more of its Colorado River water use. Remember, California proposed a 400,000 acre feet reduction in its yearly water use earlier this month. The offer is contingent on the state receiving, quote, a clear federal commitment to keep toxic dust from kicking up uh, the drying lake bed. The Interior has $4 billion in drought funding for any cuts. But Kelly, in a letter to Interior Secretary Deb Holland earlier this week, urged the agency to outline scenarios for mandatory reductions instead of giving the money to California. Now, take note, California and Arizona have a history of what J.B. Hamby, who sits on the Imperial Irrigation District's Board of Directors, calls bad blood. In 1968, Arizona lawmakers agreed the state would be among the first to give up allocations during the drought, a concession needed for approving the 336-mile Central Arizona Project Aqueduct System. Arizona has already lost 592,000 acre-feet of its yearly allocation under the current drought contingency plan. California has yet to take any cuts. USDA modernizes and streamlines loan application progress, progress
When you work with Robo Agra Finance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.roboag.com. Creating value, connecting vision. Robo AgriFinance. USDA modernizes and streamlines loan application process, citing equity. The Agriculture Department has launched an online tool that will streamline the farm loan application with an eye towards ensuring more equitable treatment of producers. The online system will reduce the application for direct loans from 29 pages to 13 and give applicants an option of a paperless and electronic signature. They also will be able to attach tax returns and other supporting documents and make loan payments online as well. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Poll. Rule battleground voters worry over economy, favor GOP. A new poll suggests Democrats face some strong headwinds in rural areas of the states that will determine control of the U.S. Senate for the next two years. Three-quarters of battleground rural voters say the economy isn't working for them and half don't expect their finances to improve in the next year. That according to the survey sponsored by the online journal Daily Yonder. 45% of those surveyed cite the rising cost of living as the biggest issue for their family. No other issue comes close. Two-thirds of those polls view President Biden unfavorably. The bottom line? Well, poll director Celinda Lake, a leading Democrat strategist, told Daily Yonder, quote, Rural America is in a pretty Republican mood. There's no doubt about it. The states polled include Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, North Carolina, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. USDA announces new slate of broadband grants. Department of Agriculture announcing plans today to spend $759 million in bipartisan infrastructure law funding in the third round of the department's Reconnect program. The money will go to 24 U.S. states and territories. A USDA official described three of the grants. $36.5 million of the funding goes to the public service telephone company in Georgia. $62.5 million to Shelby Electrical Cooperative in Illinois. $7.1 million to the Navajo Tribal Utility Authority in the Navajo Nation. Take note, USDA officials said the funds are supposed to be used, quote, as expeditiously as possible, but the program does have a five-year build-out time frame. New York lawmakers fight lower overtime threshold for ag workers. Five Republican lawmakers from New York are trying to stop their state from reducing the overtime threshold for farm workers. The New York Labor Department is considering lowering the threshold for overtime pay from 60 to 40 hours a week. The five U.S. House members say in comments to the agency that the lower threshold would boost farm labor costs by 42 percent, devastate producers. The hourly requirement for time and a half wages would be phased in starting at 56 hours in 2024. Labor Commissioner Roberta Reardon accepted the recommendation of the Farm Labor's Wage Board September 30, then opened a comment period that runs until December 11. 
The Cornell College of Agriculture report cited by Republicans found a 40-hour threshold would force dairy farmers and fruit and vegetable growers to reconsider their investments in the state or get out of the business entirely. Well, here's today's He Said It. Even people who are experts on water in California or any place else do not understand everything. That Jay Lund describing the complex and siloed nature of the water world. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, October 27th. Brought to you by Rommel AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Chuck Alley.